Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Sunday Special. Today we are back with another F1 Drive to Survive episode. This time actually we're at the end, thank god. Episode 10, Checkered Flag. As the 2019 season winds down, upstart drivers, including Albon, Gasly, and Sainz, compete for one last chance at a podium finish. I don't know how long this one is, but let's get into it. Now, if, if I remember correctly, yesterday, for the Weekly News Roundup, I was talking about, or I mentioned a news article about F1 Drive to Survive Season 3. So I find it quite funny that just as we're about to finish Season 2, there's already news about Season 3, which is a vaguely annoying because I want to get to the, some of the articles for the next Sunday specials rather than just do more F1 Drive to Survive. But I've been really enjoying Season 2. I'm quite happy with it. I'm still thinking about going about watching Season 1. Though I don't think I'll do it episode by episode because that would just take forever. All right, so we are starting with Gasly at Red Bull currently. Currently just working out. I can't remember the Red Bull, uh, the Red Bull team coach. Uh, Christian Horner is talking about... Okay, Christian Horner. He's talking about how Pierre Gasly's year got off to an awful start. Currently, Pierre Gasly is doing an exercise that looks like a steering exercise, which is kind of interesting. Gasly is saying there's unfinished business with Red Bull, which is interesting. I wonder if we're at the point, if we're at the point in his journey where he got, I think he got let go from Red Bull this year, or that year, 2019. Oh, yep, because now he's currently at Toro Rosso. He's, Pierre's just been asked what he, what he thinks about the change, and he was saying at the beginning, it was, it was, it was a surprise. Christian Horner is saying that they're in a unique space in Formula One where they have four cockpits so they can move the drivers around. I mean, yeah, but that's quite a crappy thing to do to your, do to your drivers. That's not very fair to them. Okay, he's gone back to Toro Rosso. Apparently he's disappointed, which isn't surprising. So apparently we have 30 minutes in this, and we're at 29-ish. Not surprising. Someone was talking about how Pierre was not so confident with the Red Bull car, which is interesting. The Toro Rosso team principal is talking about how he feels it's good that Pierre came back to him. Or came back to Toro Rosso, I should say. All right, so currently we're, Pierre's just doing a lot of promotional stuff. A little bit of talking here and there. It's, it's so weird. It's surreal to me. Being at the end of F1 Drive to Survive. It doesn't feel real at the moment. It hasn't hit me that we're going to be... That this is going to be the end. Uh, until Season 3 comes out, at least. So currently, we have Alex Albon in the car. Currently at Spa, doing a great job so far. That is so many marbles on that track, it's not even funny. We've moved to a different track now, and now we've just moved to yet another... No, we're back at Spa. We were at a different track for a second there. Either way, the track was a mess. I've never seen so many little tire mar marbles on the racing line before. I say racing line, but on the main part of the track where most of the cars would normally be. Normally you see them out towards the sides, but never pretty much everywhere. Right, so we're in Milton Keynes? I can't say that properly. Either way, we're in Britain with Alex Albon. Alex Albon's talking about how being an Aston Martin Red Bull driver, that's a you know mouthful and a half. It doesn't feel real. Apparently, he's not living with his parents anymore. That's a step up. And he's got a new Aston Martin Vantage to drive around in. I'm so jealous. Alex is saying apparently he's got no one to do his laundry, and he's quite sad about that. <laughs> Even Formula One drivers, except for maybe Lewis Hamilton, are still subject to some of the mundane realities of the real world. Alex Albon is acknowledging that he's been fast-tracked into the seat, and he's saying that 
There's nothing. There's nothing to indicate that he really deserves the seat. So quite humble. And I think. I mean, we know what happened, but I think he he was right. Red Bull were just kind of strapped. They wanted a different driver, and they're like, oh, we'll just choose him because you know what's the alternative, which was very unfair to Pierre, really. Apparently, Albon has been confirmed, or was confirmed, as a Red Bull racing driver in 20, for 2020. That's cool. I th- I'm pretty sure he got, a rem- I say, rem- let go last year, but that's going to... Because they didn't... Have they revealed... I know they've revealed a, a little bit of the driver lineup, or at the very least, I thought they did for this year, but I don't know who's going to be with Matt. I don't remember, assuming that Red Bull had even had small inklings about it. I don't know such remember if Red Bull even announced who's going to be alongside Max Verstappen this year, 2021. I don't know. Right. They're just doing a lot of press stuff at the moment, just walking around. We are, while we were, now we're with Pierre Slight uh, for the moment, we are 24 minutes and 40 seconds in currently. Alrighty, so we are with Gasly at the moment. And now we are with Albon sitting in the Red Bull, in the Red Bull Formula One car. Apparently Will Buxton was saying that for season three, it's going to be the best season yet, and I'm, I'm just wondering, when I saw that headline, I think it was yesterday, all I can help but wonder is, I wonder, you know, was how are they going to change the film, assuming they're going to change the filming, but how are they going to change the filming, how are they going to go even more in depth, you know, how are they going to make it better, and that's what I'm really excited for, is all is the changes they've made to make it better. Okay, now we're with McLaren, actually, and we were just talking with Zach Brown, apparently, but yeah, as I was saying, I'm very, I'm honestly very excited for that. Because I think this is easily, easily one of Netflix's best series, and I'm not, and I'm not entirely sure how they can make it better outside of I think, as I was saying, a handful of episodes ago, outside of adding more behind the scenes stuff. So, very, very exciting, very, very exciting stuff. All right, so now we're with McLaren and Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz got sixth in the McLaren. You love to see it. Zach Brown is saying that this time last year, 2018, that they were one of the slowest cars. So, compared to last year, certainly, it's it, this has been a very successful season for him. And he's right. We have Will Buxton now. My man, Will Buxton, saying that if they can, if that if McLaren continues this trend, they might end up fighting with Red Bull, maybe even Ferrari and possibly Mercedes for podiums. I'd like to see McLaren get that far up, honestly. All right, and now we have all the drivers coming out onto the onto onto the grid, and now we're actually. Now we're actually watching footage of, well, I say of the race, but at the very least of the preparations before the race. So we're with Red Bull at the moment. And what's what's annoying about Christian Horner to me is that he's pulling an FCA. And so what I mean by that is he's just going from driver to driver and hoping to find a driver that can immediately pump out results like Max Verstappen rather than putting time and effort and care into a driver and seeing if they can get there at all, seeing if, that they, really, seeing if they really have the potential. He's just trying to fast-track success, and I think that that's ultimately screwing them over more than it's helping them they're trying to fast track success rather than improving on areas where they already have improving in weak areas and in Christ and in Stellantis' case brands utilizing what they already have not saying you can't think about the driver at all but it seemed for Pierre at least and I think even Albon it seems so early to swap the drivers out again and again and again so unnecessarily the very least, unnecessarily at the moment. So at the moment, we are we are with Albon, and I think Gasly is behind him. It's going to be hard for the Toro Rosso to keep up with the Red Bull. Okay, Sainz is running last, unfortunately, thanks to the problems in qualifying. Ooh, Jesus Christ, Carlos had a hella aggressive time. We're at Brazil right now. 
he had a hell of aggressive dive on the Force India. Like, if the Force India had turned too hard, not realizing that Carlos was there, it was it would have been game over already. That would have been terrible. Albon is all over Sebastian Vettel's trumpet at the moment, really putting him under pressure. Coming up to turn one at Brazil. Albon is going wide. Vettel's on the inside, but he's only on the inside for the left corner. Albon's on the inside for the next. It was a little bit scruffy. They bumped the wheels just a little bit. But Albon did get past Vettel. Albon is in third right now. Big Pog. Okay, Carlos is going around the outside of a car I don't remember the name of. Because I think that's... Uh, Rocket something racing. We, we just... Williams. The Williams. Just went around the outside of the Williams. Valtteri is having problems with his engine. That's a shame. Oh no. Valtteri lost power. The engine's overheating. It's all going wrong. He's pulled over onto the side of the track. Game over for Valtteri. The Haas is apparently... Her Haas is driving very erratically. Someone said, Oh, Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo tagged the Red Bull. Not the Red Bull. Tagged the Haas. Sent him out to the corner. All right, the very least, sent him to the outside of the corner there. Unfortunate for the Haas. And then Ricardo had front end plate damage on his splitter. Gasly is still still slicing his way up the field, though. Doing pretty good. I'd like to know what place Pierre is in right now. Ooh, Charles had a hella aggressive move on Vettel. Gets it past him, though. Vettel was now behind Charles Leclerc. Charles is looking to get... No, Vettel's looking to get past again. Does get past again. Oh, no! Vettel touches the right front tire of Charles and takes the wheel off. Or not the wheel, takes the tire off. Now Charles is out of the race. And Sebastian has... Sebastian, unfortunately, has floor damage and the left rear tire is obliterated. Like, he's almost running on the rim here. Or running on the wheel. That is disastrous. Oh, Vettel had to pull off as well. Well... Now the Ferraris are out of the race, so it's just the Red Bull and the Mercedes. The, Mer the Silver Arrows. McLaren's pretty high up the field at the moment. Albon is now behind Verstappen. The two Red Bulls apparently are currently leading, first and second. We have a Toro Rosso here. I'd imagine that's Pierre Gasly. Car behind is indeed Gasly. That puts Gasly in third. He's not going to keep it because you have the Silver Arrows behind him and you have some McLarens. But if Gasly can clinch a top five, that would be mighty fine. We're currently under safety car, waiting for the lights to go out once again. Signs, where is Signs? Safety car is in right now. All right, we are with Hamilton. All righty. Three laps. Apparently, we have three laps left. All right, we're racing again. The McLarens are very close to the Toro Rosso right now, but so is, so is Hamilton on the Toro Rosso. Pierre is on the inside for the first corner, but is only going to be on the inside for the, first, for the first corner, but will be on the outside for the second. Has to break early. Let's Hamilton go by. Albon locked the brakes up a little bit. That's going to flat spot the tires. That's bad. Albon has just been told to keep his position. Hold Hamilton at bay. Hamilton is really pushing, though. Gets close. Oh, no. Tags the hell out of Albon. Tags the crap out of Albon, loses second place, and Albon cannot get back on track. He's all the way at the back, because there's too many cars going through the corner. That just sucks. Now, Albon's all the way back with the Williams. That sucks. Can Pierre keep Hamilton at bay? Hamilton's just apologized to his team for that incident, as he should. Max Verstappen gets first place. Woo! Good job for the baby-faced assassin. Who is second, though? Who is second? Who is second right now? We have to know. Did Pierre manage to hold it? Pierre is still trying to hold it, but Hamilton is hot on his heels. 
Hamilton is very hard on his heels. Hamilton's in third. Gasly's still in second, trying to hold it down the straight. Come on, come on. Hamilton's being very aggressive. Knows he has to get the passes, trying to go to the inside. Nope, went to the outside. Gasly is now the target. He has just been told. Has to hold Hamilton off. Can a Toro Rosso hold off a silver arrow? Will it happen? Hamilton goes to the outside, trying to get a little bit cleaner. Tries to get the undercut on Gasly. Tries to keep the... Tries to get the undercut. Tries to get the undercut. They are neck and neck right now. Hamilton has pulled alongside. Is gaining ever so slightly, but will he get past? Will he get past? He's not going to get past. Pierre's going to get second. Will Pierre get second? It's really, really close. It's so close. Hamilton can't close the gap, though. Pierre gets second. Holy crap, that was close. A Toro Rosso beat out, or managed to hold off, a Silver Arrow. Jesus Christ. The only, here's the, the only thing that kind of makes that a bittersweet second place, though, is that he really only got that second place because Albon got boofled the lap prior by Hamilton. It sucks. It sucks for Albon. But I am still happy that Gasly did manage to even... Because here's the thing. Even though he did only, for the most part, get second because of because of the incident between Albon and Hamilton, if if he didn't drive well at all, he wouldn't have been in that position to capitalize on that incident. So there is still something to be said in that regard. He still did a great job, especially with holding off Hamilton. Because it was... If you, could, if you watched this episode, it was hella close. Very frightening. It was very, very scary. It's crazy to think a Toro Rosso got second. Well done to Pierre Gasly. That... That is the way to show them, to show Red Bull, or Christian Horner at least, that he was wrong. Pierre is saying, you guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. He's kind of saying, like, everyone's amazing. But what's awesome here is that you have Red Bull and Toro Rosso. You have a one-two for the big team and the small team. That's what I want to see. The littler team still being able to put up a fight and then make it onto the podium. None of this midfield nonsense. The babyface assassin has a little bit of a beard now. Ardorius has some fuzz under his chin. Kind of interesting. Crowd is chanting, Gasly, you love to hear it. Gasly is saying how it's been such a roller coaster. And it really, it, 2019 was really quite a roller coaster. He's saying that one of the saddest moments for him was when Antoine passed away. Mr. Gasly's running everywhere, jumps into the. I say crowd. I mean, it is a crowd of people, but it's not like fans. I, I would say surfing the wave, but that's not quite happening here, but it's still, it's still awesome. Christian's talking to Albon right now. I like how Christian, Christian said to Albon, don't be too hard on yourself. Why would Albon be hard on himself? He did nothing. All he did was turn in. Hamilton might be getting a penalty. As he should be. Ooh, due to a penalty for Hamilton, he could be in third place. Because he actually finished fourth. That's brilliant for McLaren. Right. The McLaren crew are waiting impatiently for the FIA's, for the FIA's ruling. Will Carlos get third? Will he be promoted to third? They did get third. They got promoted to third. That's great for Sainz. All the midfield teams got their day. Well, I say all the midfield teams. That's not true. But all the prominent and highly competitive midfield teams got their day. Got their day in the spotlight. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Apparently, Carlos Sainz got to share the podium after when they were starting to pack the track up. Or pack things up. With the entire team, that is a way. To, that is how you celebrate. Excellent. Well done, you guys. Let's see. We we still have 6 minutes and 50 seconds left. Okay, now to talk about what about everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, we have Daniel Ricciardo. Dan 
Derek Hardo joked about saying he feels terrible about the current season that he wants to quit. Someone just said that Netflix seems to ignore him so they can screw off. <laughs> Malcolmberg is leaving the team. He's leaving Reno. I'm, I'm sad. I'm big sad. Apparently Daniel, Daniel got a blonde wig. <laughs> it's such a crap wig. Okay, we are at Haas with uh, Gunther Steiner again. Mr. Angry Man. Apparently his confidence in the team is high. Why? Why? Alright, so we had Haas talk about Mercedes a little bit. Talking about how they were slow, then they got to Melbourne. God knows only God only knows when. Got everything together and now they're just unbeatable. I say unbeatable, no. But they are a massive force to be reckoned with. So are we with Hamilton now? Because we've very rarely seen Hamilton this entire season. We are in Bricksworth, whatever that is. Yep, now we're with Mercedes. We are with Mercedes, and we are with Hamilton, finally. Apparently, they're doing some promotional thing, and they're going to have Nosh. The door was just be very temperamental. Hamilton joked, dangerous doors. Is this fit? No. My God, those are a lot of Formula One cars. So many silver arrows. They all look great. They're gorgeous. So many silver arrows. And they're all pristine. That's what's so nice about them. Apparently, Hamilton is saying that this has been the hardest year. I think uh, Nico Rosberg would like a word with you, Hamilton. Apparently Mercedes has over a thousand people working on this stuff. Jesus Christ. A thousand. A thousand people. Over, sorry, over a thousand people. Legitimately, that is a small... I can see all those people! And that's probably not even a thousand. Jesus. My, my. Deary me, that's... That's... That's insane. Okay, we're... Okay, we have a preview for next season. Gunther Steiner, we have someone, I forgot the name, we have Christian Horner again, Toto Wolf, the the Ferrari team boss, I don't remember his name at the moment. Okay, they're talking about the last year of unregulated spending, 2019 is. <laughs> the Haas team boss said, I want to be competitive once in a while. Yeah, well it doesn't help that you're buying parts off the other teams. Apparently a lot of the drivers are going to be, or were, out of a contract at the end of the 2020 season. What's really funny is that Sebastian Vettel just said, you ask, you ask me what it's like winning with Ferrari, and uh, I don't know, uh, but I want to find out. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, it's quite a thing, it's quite a thing to say. I want to find, but he, you know, he's right, find out. Find out, man. Apparently Formula One is now more like a hobby for Kimi Raikkonen, which is quite interesting. I imagine all the things that we, all the, uh, previews we just saw, were before COVID hit, and then everything went to crap. Because <laughs> Will Buxton was saying, oh, well, it's a unique year because of the the contracts running out. I was like, yeah, 2020 is also a unique year because of something way more important than that. But in any case, I'm really excited for season three. I, re I really want to see what they change. Season two was a joy. I need to go watch, you know, in my free time, I need to watch season one, all of season one. See how that went, because I'm not sure. I, it'd be interesting to see the differences. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope you all go watch F1 Drive to Survive Season 2. I rate that a 7.5, maybe an 8 out of 10. There's so much nitty-gritty backdoor information that is such a joy. Like, imagine if one of the, one of the more popular automotive YouTubers were, were able to get this kind of information. It's that joyous. It's such such a brilliant series. If you enjoyed this podcast, though, and I hope you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, and share, and consider subscribing. And if you do actually end up subscribing, I really appreciate that. 
please don't forget to hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you do not miss an upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but don't have or want the pod be mobile app, well then that's not an issue. Just boot up wherever you get your podcast. Obviously before you set off, type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.